This is the final word, T20 World Cup Daily, day five, the last day in Geelong, Sri Lanka playing the Netherlands, Namibia playing the UAE for a place in the next stage of the competition. We had a couple of cracking games. We had an absolutely barnstorming finish. We'll come to that in just a second. Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins, because it's our well, last night in Geelong. I know, I'm gutted too. Uh, I, I've loved being down here. It's been three days of like quite outstanding cricket. I mean, barely a bad game. There's probably one bad game out of the six. And then you overlay it with getting to be in southwest Victoria, which I love, and being in this new stadium. I mean, when we were growing up, people mm. gave Kidinia Park a bit of shit. Yep. It was actually kind of expected to give old Sleepy Hollow and all the rest of it. Yeah, this yeah. is an outstanding modern stadium that they've now built down here. Um, and it's not yet finished. So, it'll, yeah, 40,000 capacity by the time it's done. Com Games is going to be great. Um, yeah, I look forward to spending so much more time down here in, in the years to come. We've been making these few shows over the last few days with Visit Melbourne. Uh, VisitMelbourne.com, where you can plan your Melbourne moment. Do it. Uh, they were talking to us about Melbourne being one of the great food cities in the world, and I agree, um, it is. Some people might look at me and say, you're a hipster, you know, I mean, look at the glasses, look at the hair, look at the check shirt, and I would say, look. Well, we're, we're, it, well, you and I yeah, wearing check shirts. You and I wearing no. check shirts. If it's a crime, if it's a crime to enjoy a delicious cooked breakfast at 2pm <laughs> that somebody else has made, then yes, I'm guilty, I am a hipster. Um, but coming down here to Geelong, what I found this week was a, a place called Toasty, which is a cafe okay. that only makes toasted sandwiches ah. and milkshakes. Oh. It's like the ideal place for people like yeah. you and me. And on the wall, just to finish this off, is a big neon uh, script that says, Marge, I'd like to be alone with the sandwich for a moment. <laughs> I, I knew when I used to drive when I lived in Warrnambool as a kid, we used to go past the North, North Korea Roadhouse, I think it was. Yeah. And the North Korea Maccas. Um, but um, that being, you know, the... North Korea Roadhouse starring Patrick Sweet. <laughs> That's all we knew, but now, next time I return, bearing in mind I've been sort of staying half an hour, 45 minutes away, but I'll go to, what what'd you call it? Toasty. 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 Nice. The place to be. Um, yeah, visit Melbourne, and by virtue of that, visit Geelong. It's an hour on the train. It's very close, very easy. Right, cricket. Uh, a couple cricket. of games happened today. Maybe we'll do the second one first, because that informed <laughs> everything else that came after. Goodness me. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? You do your 30-second summary, I'll have a rant. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Namibia played the UAE. It was Trumpelman and Visa bowling really well together off the top. Remember those two names in partnership. Uh, and then uh, the UAE kicked into gear. Uh, an even 50 from Mohamed Wasim, uh, who, who got going really nicely. And then uh, CP, CP Rizwan came in with uh, Basil Hamid right towards the end. Thanks, Couple Basil. Of, yeah, thanks, Basil. A couple of nice beyond cameos for them. They got up to 148 for three. Great total. And then Namibia were absolutely junked. They were 46 for five after eight overs. They were sunk. And then David Visa and Ruben Trumpelman put on 70 together. Ruben Trumpelman couldn't hit the ball at first. They put on 70. They need 14 off the last over. Visa's caught on the boundary going for the six to try to get them home and they ended up losing by seven runs they're out in Namibia they would have gone through if they'd won now the Netherlands go through instead yeah I mean it was a, it was a great day to be here a fabulous second game um, with so much on the line mm -hmm. remembering that for Namibia that means they lose automatic qualification for the next World Cup the Netherlands yeah. now get that more on that later okay. um, but I mean the UAE don't but let's remember where the UAE were in 2018 they were decimated mm -hmm truthfully, through a lot of their own bullshit. A lot of their players got suspended. CP Rizwan took that team by the scruff of the neck. You know, so, like, enormous credit to them mm -hmm. for getting their shit together, for making this competition. They didn't make it last year. Um, they 
didn't get out of the qualifiers mm -hmm. in the previous iteration. It, it was hosted in the UAE, but they never won a game in this tournament. Yeah, that, that's right. There's a lot, sort of a lot to this, and you know, you look for green shoots with nations coming through, and then you see them do these ones, and mm -hmm. it felt like the UAE was doing that one after the 2015 one day World Cup in Australia. Yep. So, well, maybe we won't see them on the big stage again. Mm -hmm. And they've won a game tonight against a formidable opponent in Namibia. And I think that provides us with an opportunity just to celebrate associate cricket. Mm -hmm. Like, think about the shit these often young men go through to want to do this. Yeah. There were three professional cricketers in 2019 in Namibia. Mm -hmm. I mean, now they've got the Lahore Kalandas program that, that, that's come through Visa. Um, where they had four players in their academy this year. Mm -hmm. Who knows what might be possible? I know that the UAE, through Robin Singh, their coach, have been fighting for full member status. Like, fuck yeah. Um, you know, I want to see a whole bunch of nations get full member status. Because mm -hmm. as much as I love associate cricket, um, these are countries, if they get given the opportunity and yep. the space to take the next step, they, they probably will. And the evidence has been the three nights at Cadinia Park. Yeah, and the division of status is a farce anyway. Of course it's it completely arbitrary. Um, if, you, if, if two teams want to play each other in a five-day match why can't it be a test match you know yeah and, and look I, and look I, I may not be quite as extreme as you on that I mean I think there it is worthwhile sort of having some demarcation but I think that the number of teams that mm. are permitted to play test cricket right now and it's not just test cricket it's like being a full member gives you certain financial privileges sure. uh, it, it, it opens privileges. up and opens up the pie mm. right it broadens out the pie yep. in ways that we've spoken about a lot on the podcast sure. for a number of years so yeah I hope that this week you know just provides you know a bit of pause for mm -hmm. those around that board table and I know that I know that the ICC isn't just some tower in Dubai. It is a federation of members. Sure. And hopefully those members look at this and go, yeah, that was fucking good because mm. it was really, really special mm -hmm. tonight. Yeah, it was It was quality stuff throughout. I was really interested by the number of people who were like, oh, well, Namibia will obviously romp this in as though they're now a big dog in international cricket. They're still Namibia. <laughs> they still are a team with flaws, you know. But it looked early like that's how it was going to go. You know, Visa and Trumpleman. Both they bowled four overs in the power play and went yeah. to 17 runs between them. Uh, UAE none for 30 after six overs, and you're thinking, well, they're in strife. Yeah, there was a bit going on, wasn't there? Because Schultz bowled four overs, one for 22. The spinner. Yeah. Um, that, the interesting part of it that it was actually Frylink and JJ Smith that went around, who yeah. are the sort of the slower ball experts. They're the guys with the variations, the two of the myriad left armers that mm -hmm. Namibia have, and yeah, they went around at the end against the flow of play. Mm -hmm. I know you've touched on him already, but Basil Hamid, I was not jokingly saying they should retire him out after a few balls. I thought, mm -hmm. look, in all probability, if you bring in Junaid Sadiq, who hit mm -hmm. the biggest six of the tournament two yep. nights ago, it, it will probably give you a greater chance of hitting a six in the last couple of mm -hmm. overs. Forget what I said, he hit 23 not out, two massive bombs, and gave yeah. them the chance to get up towards 150. Yeah. And fair fucks to him. And likewise, C.P. Rizwan, who was the very much the junior partner when batting earlier with uh, Mohamed Wazim, uh, you know, he found a way to get his strike rate up to 120, 130, 140 even at one stage. Um, you know, again, this is like a developmental yep. thing. And it, it was transition batting, right? So Fritti yeah. Aravin, the keeper, was really struggling. He gets out. It was probably best for the team that he got yeah. out because he, yeah. he couldn't get the bowling away. I shouldn't have opened with him. But That was a mistake. Mohamed Wazim, he makes his 50 in good time. And then when he gets out, it's the, the easy handover to the captain, yeah. to CP Rizwan. He picks it up and starts going with it. And then Basil starts doing the same thing towards the back end of the innings. They're playing the little flick shots over the shoulder, a couple of big bombs over the leg side for, for either of them. And suddenly the Namibians were a bit rattled. They were like, this isn't supposed to be happening. We're supposed to be on top of this team. And they're playing really good cricket and they're putting us under the pump. Yeah, Basil, he just, just loves cricket. I mean, he, he got to open the bowling. Mm -hmm. He bowled three overs consecutively from the city end. Yep. Uh, 
you know, three would, overs. Would you, would you like to know how many international cricketers <laughs> called Basil there have been? Uh, I think, well, isn't it? Oh, no, we know that this is the first in a World Cup, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we know it's the first in a World Cup. Okay. So Basil Dolivera, the most yeah. famous Basil, of course. Uh, Basil Arthur Firebrace Grieve played two tests for England in 1889. Okay. Uh, Basil Brown played for the USA in the 60s and 70s. And that's it. There's a couple of Windies <laughs> players with Basil as a middle name. Elvedon Basil Williams and Ian Basil Alston Allen. That's it. Oh, really? As far as Basils go... This is he's he's in a, a well, select club. As I've said before on the podcast, we're still looking for a boy's yeah. name in the event that okay. our child in January ends up one of them rather than one the, of the other the ones. Other, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows? I might float Basil tomorrow morning. Basil. I mean, Basil. It's good in a salad and it's good <laughs> in a World Cup. It's, it's done great things in this World Cup. So 148 for three, and then Namibia don't really get stuck in early. They do the same thing. They're a bit nervous. They, they were, were shitting themselves. Yeah. They were so nervous. Suddenly it was on yeah. them. Suddenly it was on them to win the game. They were no longer the plucky sort of... Un- they were the favourites, right? Mm-hmm. When have Namibia been the favourites yeah. in a game like that? Kind exactly. of never. Yeah, I mean, what, last year when Visa took down the Netherlands mm-hmm. and I think he took down Ireland as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Erasmus took down Ireland. But still, they weren't expected to win those games. Mm-hmm. They were sort of it was an extraordinary tale. The whole mm-hmm. thing's an extraordinary tale. Sure. The fact that they've got to this point, but even this, even though they're out of the comp now and they won't make the Super 12s, yeah. but like, rare would it be that their openers would walk out like, fuck, there is so much on the line for us. Usually it's like a lot of upside, limited downside. Different mm. mentality. Different mentality. And they got nervous. And Junat Siddiqui gets a wicket early, gets oh, barred, yeah. and then in comes Basil, <laughs> and he picks up a couple, he gets Van Lingen caught, a deep mid-wicket. And then uh, Lecoq, before wicket, literally, he's down on one knee and gets hit in the box and gets given out, and it's going on to, to hit middle and leg stump um, on review. Well, it was given not out, wasn't it? And then, then they, they went upstairs. Uh, yeah, I thought it was... Uh not Lecoq, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. I mean, well, it's funny. I was only on commentary. Let's say it was Lecoq. <laughs> I think it might have been Lofty. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, maybe it was Lofty Eaton. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, the, the point is, they got. You said fifty odd for five. Mm-hmm. That was seventy for seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's when Zahur Khan bowls mm-hmm. two of the great in swinging Yorkers. I mean, the one that knocked over Frylink was the stuff you dream of as a quick first ball of your second spell, up roots off stump, then three balls later to Zane Green, the wicketkeeper, mm-hmm. via an inside edge, takes out middle stump. And we're thinking, this game's going to be over in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is going to bowl them out. That's mm-hmm. when Trumpleman comes in, mm-hmm. joins Visa, who's striking it like 100 at that point. He yeah. was nowhere near ready to go through the gears. And Trumpleman looked awful. I don't think he yeah. hit his first six deliveries that he faced. He was just whooshing fresh air shots outside off stump, and you thought, this is going to be over quickly. Then he started knocking a few singles around. Visa was hitting the ball hard, but only getting singles. Yeah. And it just kind of dragged on for three or four boring overs, where you're like, come on, finish the game. Well, I think I, said, I think I said something like, you can let it go. They came together with nine and over to win, right? Yeah. And I said, well, you can probably get to 11 because it's Wiesa. Anything more than mm-hmm. two a ball, it's not going to work unless you've got two batters contributing. Mm-hmm. And then Trumpleman has the big over, I think off mm-hmm. Mayapan possibly, mm-hmm. hits a six. Yeah, hits a six off Mayapan. And, and, and he kind of gets his groove on and yeah. suddenly their 50 partnership, which is up in like 30 odd balls, mm-hmm. he's made 20 of them. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, so now Wiesa is trusting right. Trumpleman. The, the dynamic changed very quickly. And then talk about trust. <laughs> How about this? CP Rizwan, the captain, turning to Muhammad. Amazing. Wasim. Absolutely amazing now, stuff. Let me give you the numbers on this. Before today, Mohamed Wasim had bowled 22 deliveries in all T20 cricket. Not just T20 internationals, all professional or high-level T20 cricket in his career. So, he comes on and bowls. He gets whacked for a six by David Visa over mid-wicket. And then a huge top edge goes up. He runs away to try to catch it, caught and bowled, spills it, head in the ground. You're thinking, OK, this really hasn't worked, right? Um, Junaid Siddiqui goes for 16 off the, yeah. the third last over. Uh, it gets bashed around. Suddenly, 
suddenly they're in it, Namibia. Well, who, well who's going to bowl the penultimate over? We're going, well, are they going to bowl? We were saying on commentary, well, maybe they'll have to bowl Wazim in 19 yep. to keep Zahua back for 20. They go the other way. Yep. And I, I felt that was the right call. Chips in. Yep. But, I mean, before over 20, there was a five, there was a consultation with five of them there. Sure. And I, my sense was they were going to bowl spin. Right. Until Mohammed Wazim said, no, nah, mate, I'm bowling it. I'll do it. I'll I'm do doing it. it. Yeah. Five paces. So, 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 so Zahua <laughs> bowls the second last over and only goes for six. They need 14 off the last yep. over. Try to explain to people what Muhammad Wasim bowling looked like. He, he, he was like the the thrift shop Jasper Boomer. Right? Well, I mean, it, it, it was it was a it was, the guy, it. it was the guy who bowls second change in the yeah. thirds. Yeah, and that what he, he ran up five sets, but he he didn't even run up. He just, he just walked in. But really. he gave us some, and, and then in the last we day, saying, over, why he is the keeper standing back? We were wondering <laughs> as he came in off about six paces, and there was enough pace there. Then he gave no, he got substantial pace yeah. off that action, and he hit the crease line effectively. Yeah. four times in the last over. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. I know Wiesa okay. got hold of that one down to long. Mm-hmm. One went to the long boundary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have to remind me who took the catch. It was a bloody good bit of fielding. But this was here's the um, thing though. Here's the thing. This is this is where we come back around to something. Right. I said he'd only bowled 22 balls before. Here's the twist. He'd taken three wickets with those 22 oh. balls. He'd taken two of them last year against Namibia. Two for 13, right. including the wicket of David Wiesa. Oh, the it twist. It was a matchup. CP Rizwan <sighs> pulled a matchup out of his fundament, and. Threw it in at the, in the last over and said, "Well, you've got him out before. You can do it again." And Mohammed Wasim duly did. Caught it long on. How many times would the seventh bowler bowl overs seventeen and twenty in yes, a T Twenty international? Never. And after having made a wonderful fifty from forty-one balls mm-hmm. to give them a chance of having a score that was vaguely yep. credible, got bugger all strike in the power play. Uh-huh. Had to work really hard between overs, say seven and fifteen, yep. to get more strike to get the ball turning the ball turning over. Rather, mm-hmm. built that partnership with Rizwan initially. I mean, you know, talk about player of the match. I mean, he was it. Time's over. And then how about Visa? The you know that oh. incredible performance. He walked off in tears. Yeah. They could have qualified. Had he had he got a few more meters on that hit? It's probably I his mean, last game for Namibia, I'd say. Yep. I mean, he's 37 now. Don't get me wrong. He's got loads of high-level cricket to play. Yep. But the World Cup, two years away, is he still there at 39? I mean, I don't know. They but needed, it might be his last game. They needed 10 off two balls when he was out. You know, after he was out and, and couldn't get there. And so, I mean. You feel for everybody. You want everybody to go through. That's associate cricket, right? Yeah. I mean, we feel these links to these countries because we cover them and we know how difficult it is to, to sustain it when they've got other jobs and other interests. And, yeah, it, it's it's a special thing when they come together like this. And you overlay it being a right. World Cup. And, I'm not, I, again, I don't want this to be the model going forward. And it's not the model going forward, right? Yeah. It's going to be the full World Cup in 2024. 20 20 It'll be 20 teams. It'll be very different. It'll feel very different. But yeah, just the fact that it's got mm-hmm. the bunting and it's called a World Cup, it didn't matter that there was 2,000 people there at the end. It felt like 20,000. Such mm. was the tension. It was a brilliant game of cricket. And so all of that obviates the uh, the significance of the result of the first game yeah. where Netherlands, for a while, thought they were out. So Netherlands played Sri Lanka. Give it to us in 30 seconds. Gee whiz. Hear my voice. You think yeah. I can remember that game from five hours ago? Let's try. Uh, the Dutch batted first. That, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who were they playing again? Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka batted first. They hit 60 <laughs> runs in their first 10 overs. I remember that. Yep. Slow power play. Then they lost two wickets in two balls. Mm-hmm. Van Meekeren hit the stumps and hit, blew the front pad off of Dan and Jay. Uh, um, and, but Kusar Mendes down the other end cool as he ever was, mm-hmm. ever is, made mm-hmm. 79 his equal highest score in T20 international cricket. Good. He had some support down the back. They got up to 1-6-2. Two. Two, thank you. Uh, and then for a time, the Dutch looked like they were going to 
well, they were ahead of the run rate, put it that way, but they kept losing wickets. They'd lost mm-hmm. three wickets by the end of the power play. Mm-hmm. They needed someone to go with Max O'Dowd. He batted really well for 71 not out, batting the whole way through the innings, but he just didn't have, well, he didn't have Rupert Trumpleman. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably needed that guy yeah. to be with him all the way through. They end up losing by 16 runs. It's probably a closer game than that, um, but the Dutch still get through on the basis that Namibia lost. And that, I think that's, that's a nice thing, given that the Dutch did beat Namibia after all. Yeah, and so the Dutch had two wins. They lost this one by 16 runs. It would have been pretty stiff if they'd been knocked yeah. out after a performance like that um, so they get through I would I'm going to be controversial here be a little bit more yeah. critical of, I thought Max O'Dowd went too slow I thought he left it too late to try he, to accelerate yeah we said that too it, it because, felt like maybe he could have gone a couple of overs earlier but yeah, got, well, not a couple of overs early because he couldn't get on strike for the, yeah, the three overs true. before he. Who was he it? Blew it was someone up. was someone was denying him strike again. It's a long time it was, ago. Well, it was Back everybody who kept getting out. So there right. was there was a sequence in which he faced twelve balls in six overs and five wickets fell at the other end. Bloody and he, hell! And he couldn't get on strike. I could have used you as our statistician. Yeah. Um, um, but but before that, and mostly before that, he faced thirteen dot balls and got scored sixteen singles. So it was the bit. It was it was the bit sort of after the power play and leading up to the midway point of the innings where every time he was on strike, it'd be dots single, dot, single, single, and he just didn't try to take the bowling on, and I thought at that stage they were slipping further and further behind, the run rate was getting more and more difficult, and so when he eventually went, they needed 52 off the last three overs, and yeah, he hit some big bombs, but he got some help from a no ball. Yeah, that's right, they ended up getting nine nine runs off zero balls at one point, didn't they? There was a a front foot no ball from Tikshana, possibly, who uh, who bowled so well. It wasn't front foot, it was too high, it was head height. height Hit a six from the head high no ball, then there was two wides consecutively, so it helped nine free runs. Well, yep. not free, but hit the six. But the, yep. the three sundries and no balls accrued at that point. And by the way, Tikshana, that came from nowhere. He bowled as well as I've ever seen him bowl. Mm-hmm. Those two wickets he got with the front of the hand, Jack Iverson, mm-hmm. he's a bloody star. Meanwhile, Asaranga, fuck me. Do any of those wrongans miss the stumps? <laughs> um, one of the ones, I don't remember which wicket, one yep. of the wickets he got, he was celebrating before the ball even went between bat and pad. He just knew. Yeah. He just knows. Yeah. He knows now. He knows what's going on. If he sees a gap there, he will penetrate it. Well, there was there was a sequence there <laughs> with uh, with Cooper and Edwards and van der Guten and Klaassen all got bowled and there was a run out. So yeah. all four of them were dismissed with the ball hitting the stumps as they were having a wild mow at one or other of the spinners, be it Hasaranga or Tikshana. Um, and one of them was the slower ball from Benura Fernando. Oh, and yeah. just missing all of them, like just not reading them in the air and losing their stumps. Yeah, and get, and that getting... was the point where it started going crazy for, for Max Adowd, unable to do anything at the other end. Yeah, Edwards looked like the man most likely, didn't he? He, got, he gets bowled around his legs. By the way, I, we skipped over something in the UAE game I want to come back to. My pardon, the the lad who took a hat-trick a few nights ago, yeah. um, he takes a wicket with his second ball, also googly. Mm-hmm. Then the last ball of that first over, I mean, the, uh, JJ Smith bunts out towards mid-wicket and he hairs after it to do the fielding of his own bowling to stop them getting two. Yeah. JJ Smith does stumble, but still, and he has the presence of mind to ping the stumps down. Um, yes, there was someone over the bales, but like it was just complete commitment mm-hmm. to the cause. Mm-hmm. We saw a couple of great catches, one to get rid of Lisa, um, at the end. I say great because he was so close to the boundary line. Like, there was some really high-quality yeah. cricket in that game, even if it was a bit chaotic towards the end. Yep, and uh, Kusal Mandis deserves a mm. rap for his innings. So it was a little like the Five, previous game. Yeah. So Padam Nasanka made 74 in their previous game when no one else did anything. Kusal Mandis, 79 from 44 balls today when no one else was doing anything. And what he did really well was just punish bad bowling. He yeah. just waited for bad deliveries. Almost every boundary or six, he, if you can, is a six a boundary? I don't know. I've always been confused about that. Uh, I think it is all, all of his fours and sixes were leg side because right. he just waited for bad deliveries. He, he eventually hit two through the offside after he'd reached a 50. But before that point, he waited for a line outside the leg stump or something that was dug into the pitch and sat up. 
and he just went leg side every time there was a bad delivery. And and Netherlands bowled him enough bad deliveries. They they bowled poorly enough that he was able to put that innings together. Jeff, you can probably see if you're um, watching the video that I'm almost stumbling over. I'm that knackered and crook. Um, so I think we should get to the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm thrilled I don't the even know if we need a Hall of Fame. Everything today was Hall of Fame. It yeah. was so good. No, you're right. Fuck it. Hall of Fame is treat the associate nations better. Um, give yeah. them more of the pie. Let them grow. I know the ICC, I should clarify this in case someone gets angry, in Dubai. The actual people that work for the organisation do outstanding work supporting associate cricket. They're like us, right? They're like all of us probably watching and listening who, who really want to see the game grow. It's not the people who work there. No. It's the people who sit on the it's boards the people who tell there. them what to do. Remember that as a yeah. distinction. But yeah. yeah, I agree. No Hall of Fame. Um, let's just celebrate the fact that it's been a belting three days here at Geelong from the Namibian upset mm-hmm. over Sri Lanka to start with to the hat trick to the Janaid 109 metre six to the David Visa performance this evening uh-huh. to Hasaranga and Tikshana and Mayapan bowling so well today to Zahur Khan uprooting the stumps twice in and over. There was so much that went down. I'm so glad we were at Geelong this week. And let's let's just say that our Hall of Fame is Muhammad Vasim, you are King of Geelong. You are King Tonight, of Geelong. You really are. I, I really missed that on commentary, <laughs> haven't I? Uh, this has been the final word World Cup Daily. Day five, uh, the last day of the qualifying stages. Day six comes tomorrow. We'll be with you every day through the tournament. Patreon.com slash the final word if you want to help us out with what we're doing. And uh, this bit of the show is presented to you by Visit Melbourne. Dot com. Come and pay us a visit in our part of the world. Thanks, Basil. So you know what I meant. I had to go. Away.